Hi, listeners. Before we get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, a decision that stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive health care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans, a decision that could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to podvoices.help, P-O-D-V-O-I-C-E-S dot help. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. Thank you. Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble and gentle GM, Uwu, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Samson Davis. Hey. <laughs> Alex Finn. I have a white rabbit in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and Stace Babcock. You know, I uh, I see Uwu a lot, but, you know, honestly, I don't I don't know what it means. Or what it's used for. Everything. It's a lifestyle. It means I'm soft. Oh, that's it? It's like adorable, soft, cute? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Or that's what you say when you're adorable, soft, cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aw. Although, of course, the internet has also sort of halfway turned it into a thirsty thing. But I thought it was a thirsty thing. So, see, mm-hmm. I think that's where I was like, yeah. It did seem sexual in some contexts. I thought it was sexual. Yes. No, it's adorable, soft, cute. And if you find that sexual, then bonus points, I guess. Yeah. Is it when you would, like, let someone else put you in their pocket? Yeah. 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 Okay, I feel that sometimes. <laughs> well, speaking of things you can fit in your pocket, Samson, what's on your dice <laughs> Nailed it, Daniel. Uh, <laughs> another great segue. Die hard dice. Things you can put in your pocket, and they're high-quality dice to have in your pocket. Yeah, so diehard dice, online purveyor of high quality dice, metal, acrylic. I don't know if they have a third material, but those are the two big ones. And you can get them in a myriad of beautiful colors, and they're all great. They roll 20s every time, unless you don't want them to. And you can buy them right now and get 10% off your order when you use Explorers Wanted. When you go to checkout, you're getting high quality dice for a little bit cheaper and you're helping to support the show. So please do that. That would be super cool if you could just do that or tell a friend to do that for you. They even have acrylic dice that are designed to be UV reactive. So you, they, you can even get this like clip on UV light for your dice tray and oh. they'll like glow. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, go and buy those. Yeah. I just bought some dice from Die Hard Dice for my friend who had a birthday, and we've played RPGs a couple times, but she's kind of new and she didn't have dice. And I feel like these ones that I got, so it came with the dice bag and the dice. So it was a little set. And it says, yes, pickles on one side of the bag. And it says, never pickles on the other side of the bag. And it came with green dice. And I feel like it might be a reference to something. But you know what? I just appreciated the absurdism, and I thought she would, too. Mm -hmm. It also came with a Yes Pickles, No Never Pickles stickers. You know, I left the party before she opened it, so I hope she enjoys it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was amazing. I was kind of like, yes, I should give this as a gift. But also, I was a little jealous of the gift. I feel like that's how you know you're giving a good gift. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
where you're ordering it and you're like, should I just get two? Right. Or would mm-hmm. that be tacky to get two? Right. I put in the in the notes that I was getting it for a friend who was new to RPGs. And they did put a nice little extra green metal die in there and wrote a very nice, nice. postcard welcoming her to the community. So they're great people very over nice. there. That's awesome. Well, who remembers what happened last time? I'm going to pick on Samson. Oh, shit. All right. So last time we met the fire and the fire's keeper. That was cool. Wait, did we do that last time? No, we didn't do that exactly last time. Oh, we just got back to the, quote, real world, our ninth world. Mm -hmm. Found the ball link room empty, which is surprising. Nick scouted the building a little bit, found Tendon dead with stone written in blood. Take a nap in the volink room. Imps are out, so in chaos. As they do. Yeah. And then I think it was while we were sleeping, the Queen's army showed up. So that's cool. That's the thing we have to deal with now. Was it while we were sleeping or while we were hiding in the other dimension? I don't know. I thought they had just shown up while we were napping. Mm. But anyway, the imp that told us that gets killed by Bastion. So that's... Mm-hmm. It was like a, just an oopsie doodle. I don't mind. Split right in half. Yep. So that a was a little teeny tiny oopsie. Yeah. Oh, we also learned that we've been gone for three weeks. So that's why I was like, are you sure it was when we were gone or was it when we were sleeping? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Cha Cha, after our nap, Cha Cha teleports us to the builders. We see a guardian and Carlisle are dead. Can't really focus on that right now. So we go to insert the cores. Aster, Spiderbot, and two dolls stay out of the builders. We go Gundam, da, 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 da. and then we jump off the plateau and just be not be lying. We kind of flank Buddy Cop, but we're gonna go fight Buddy Cop. And then right as the fucking combat music is about to start, Nix's mob teleports in. Oh yeah, and Nix sees her. That was a thing. Yeah, so that's where that episode ended. And right before you guys went full Gundam, Aster had a conversation with Dilly mm-hmm. about whether or not he wanted the Dilly doll taken care of or taken care he of said that if he was going to do it he would take care of the astrodol too because he didn't think one would want to continue without the other oh yeah this is why puppet therapy is so important mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah you guys are standing you've flanked over with buddy cop there's buddy cop there's like five of those eaters mm-hmm. there's some machinery that they you know the imps had told you that they had been building something in the far distance there's the queen's army which is engaged with the front lines of buddy cop's army and then there's also some of buddy cop's army that is moving towards bodruff again oh also dilly has a giant storm covering the army because that provided us cover to the flank yes it does provide you cover from the frontline troops and buddy cop but one of the things i remembered since we last recorded is that we'd already established that the yeeters are not fooled by your illusions and then find, find them annoying oh that really oh shit damn get fucked i thought they just threw me around no because they you guys were trying to hide and they they saw you and they actually got offended by your illusions uh, so this was the thing you were able to hide other people they couldn't see the others Mm-hmm. But they still were able to sense you as the cause of the illusion. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So, you guys were standing there in your crazy builder mechs. Mm-hmm. All casual. We had just rolled initiative. And then, as you guys were kind of preparing to decide how you were going to attack, 
Nix's mom appeared in the battlefield, took stock of the situation, and as you might reasonably do in that moment, scream. And that's when Buddy Cop turned and looked at her and saw you guys. As you do. And that's where we're going to pick up. And Buddy Cop goes first. Fuck. What the fuck, Buddy Cop? What the fuck? Buddy Cop turns towards you. Again, he's like 45 feet high at this point. He's just an enormous kaiju. As you are. Don't we have... Okay, I want to discuss the kaiju cipher. Okay. Who has it? What? A kaiju killing cipher? I don't know if that exists. I, well... Was that a joke? Arguably, I have one, but it's not... The extra... I just want... What's the text? Are you talking about the summoning cube? Talking about the thing that does the thing to the extra-dimensional creatures. The thing you guys never bought. Did we really not buy it? Yeah, the stone burners were willing to sell it, and then you guys were like, okay, well, that's a conversation for later. That's cool. Fuck. And then that later never came. Nice. I have no memory of this. Yeah. That sounds like us. We fucked up again. <laughs> we <laughs> always right. do. That's like canon, right? So that explains why I was confused. Dilly does have a very powerful weapon in his possession. Mm-hmm. His mind. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he has to get up close to use it. Yeah. And he can't really do it from inside his mech. That sounds suggestive. It'll be a cool last move, though, when I inject myself and Hail Mary myself across the battlefield. <laughs> That'd be cool. Buddy Cop is going to reach down and pick up a boulder, and he is going to throw it at... Roll something to figure out who it's going to be. Okay. He is going to throw it at Nix. Nix, make a 30 speed defense roll. Ouch. God damn. All right, so with her shit, her baseline shit, that becomes a 24. Free level of speed effort becomes a 21. I can hit that. <laughs> Hell yeah. Dilly high fives, Nix. <laughs> and I guess two. Just two mechs high five in the battle. <laughs> two more levels of speed effort to make it reasonable. Mom, Bessie, don't let me down. They did it! 17! So, yes, you dodge as this boulder comes flying at you. You manage to dodge with your mech, and it goes flying past you and into some of, like, the troops that were trying to move around, like when Buddy Cop, you know, saw you. Like, he had ordered some to flank, and then it hits them instead. They basically just get smashed under it and destroyed. Nice. Or bad. I can't remember who you said it hit. Some of Buddy Cop's forces, so it's good. Oh, that's... Yeah, that's... Next up are the years. Two of them are going to turn these devices they've been building towards you guys. One is going to get shot at Cha-Cha, and one is going to get shot at Dilly. Boo. Make a 24 speed defense. Why? Uh... Now remember, you can spend points from your mech, but your mech also will stop working when they run out of points. You know. And we don't have any edge as mechs. No, you can use your edge for your mech, because this is also, like, your reaction time, things like that. Yeah, so we have a pool of 26 additional points to be applied to might or speed, 10 armor, edge applies, and we are 25 feet tall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we don't have additional edge from the mechs. It's just... No. Well, okay, probably don't give you additional speed, but let's say they give you three edge and might. Ooh. Yes, let's say that, Daniel. 
<laughs> That's good for next. Plus three edge in my... I mean, obviously that doesn't help you with the speed, right? Yeah. Speed defense right But now, I'm going right? to spend, right. like, two edge in speed, right? How many do I need to do to make it possible? At least two to bring it to an 18, yeah. Okay, then I'm going to do two. Okay. So that makes it an 18. Uh, I got a 19. Okay. Barely, yes. Suck it. Mm. Thinking I am going to use three speed efforts is bring to a 15. Mm-hmm. Nine. Okay. Cha-cha dodges. Dilly will get hit. What would you like as a minor effect, Alex, with your 19? If I gave, like, one level of edge to Dilly, would he have passed? My brain shut off. I'm sorry. No, you wouldn't. You got a nine, didn't you? Yep. <sighs> yeah. Well, then, I would enjoy a free level of effort to somebody, anybody. What? You want one? Well, I just want to, like, give, like, a asset. You want to give some sort of advantage or something? Yeah. Like oh, Yeah. Cinematically, how do you create that asset for somebody? What kind of asset are you creating? I'm assuming we're going to need more speed, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, would it be cinematically possible that when Dilly gets hit, his mech lets out a little bit of a, like, let's say, oil pee? And then, so it gives an extra <laughs> level of, like, edge? Like, because you're going to, like, slip on the oil and go faster. Okay, I got something for that. All right. Dilly. Yeah. The explosion causes a reaction in your mech, and its devices, like, it starts trying to compensate. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you feel like in the chair, the control chair you're in, all of a sudden, it latches onto your boots, and your speed boots activate, and all of a sudden, the entire mech starts glowing. So now your suit essentially has the equivalent of your boots went on. Ooh! I like okay. that. Uh, that's a good one. Hell yeah. That's, Yeah. Instead of his mech peeing, yeah. <laughs> My neck pissed itself and it went faster. Yeah. That Isn't that great. how it works? When you pee, you go faster? Yeah. That's why racehorses do it. How much damage have I taken? So I was just about to get to that. These weapons do 12 damage, but you have 10 armor. Ooh. And this damage is coming out of the uh, robot pools first? Yes. Excellent. The other three look around them. And they pick up figures around them. One picks up a sort of half-unmutated guardian. The other picks up two of the, essentially, like, queen soldiers that had tried to push their way forward. And they are going to throw them at your mechs, one for each one. As you do. So please make a 24 speed defense roll, each of you. How hard would it be if you wanted to catch the person? If you wanted to catch them, I think it would add a level of difficulty, but they're also going to be thrown very fast, so like they may not survive it. You could try to, if you just wanted to catch them, knowing that it will be messy, that's one option. That would just make it one level of difficulty. If you wanted to catch them in the hopes that maybe you could prevent them dying, yeah, I think that's two levels of hindrance. So that would be a 30? Mm. Yeah. Okay. I think I will try to go for that. For Nick's. Okay. Was there like a defend action I could take? Is that a thing? So there's a couple things. You could, since you haven't gone yet, you could either take the attack where somebody, if it was going to hit one of your friends, you step in front instead and get hit it. Okay. Or you could say for this round you're just doing total defense, 
which means that like you're you have an asset to dodging. Mm-hmm. You're not going to do anything else on your turn when the time comes. <sighs> um, okay, in that case, Dilly is just going to take the damage without rolling. Okay. Okay, so thirty, my generic shit, my three level speed effort down to eighteen. Three more levels of speed effort would make it a nine. Nine. Hell yeah. Nice. Okay, so you catch this essentially a member of the Napkin army, and, like, they're a little bumped up, but they don't just, like, turn into paste in your hand. Oh, Yeah, Nyx will make eye contact and, like, smile and... Like, hold it up to the window yeah. of the mech. Show her, show her fangs, and then gently set them on the ground. Okay, cool. Cha-cha. Yeah. So, your 24 speed fits. Yeah. I guess I'm using a lot of three levels of effort. Okay, so that brings down to a 15. That's a 15. Okay. So you dodge, like, so you manage to dodge out of the way. This figure goes flying off, you know, past you. Was I supposed <laughs> to catch them? <laughs> no, you didn't have to. Okay, good. They go flying off past you and slam into the ground somewhere. Let's not think about what that looks like. <laughs> Dilly quickly turns and says, catch you. And then... <laughs> yeah, so Dilly, you're standing there. You're not dodging. And you see this figure that looks small at first and they get closer and closer and then they splatter against the screen that you're looking out of the glass. Oh. Like, so you've just got, like, broken up guts and, like, leftover mandible bits, and you feel a light go out. Oh. I hope somebody refilled the windshield wiper fluid. You know, I hope that's popped off. Dilly, until you take an action to clean this off of the glass, you're going to be hindered by a step. Oh, because your your glass now is covered in guardian mush. Oh, damn it. All right. But you don't take any damage because your armor is sufficient to avoid any kind of damage from this. Yeah, that's what I was banking on. Yay! Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Then, next up is Nyx. Finally! How far away is Nyx's mom? She is a short distance away from you on the field. Okay. So I would like to use fleet of foot. Mm-hmm. So what you'd like to do is move the short distance next to her mom and then open up her window and drop her chain leg down and be like, grab on, mom. Let's go. Get in, loser. We're going to kill Buddy Cap. Hell yeah. Ooh. Okay. I like this. Okay. So you're definitely going to get to her. You definitely can reach her with your leg chain. I do need you to make a roll because probably her immediate action before she hears you is going to be Attic. a giant robot just ran up to me. There's all sorts of tall, scary things around. I've just seen some people die. Yeah. So give me, let's say, a social roll of given the difficulty in the situation of 18 to try to get her attention and get her to calmly understand what you're asking her to do. Next, we'll also use Confident Outlook for social. Hell yeah. Okay. So that makes it three assets down. So that's Nine, right? And a level of intellect effort. Okay, so it's a six. Seven. Okay. So she looks up you Next, and she reaches up and grabs your leg like she's going to start trying to climb. She looks rather weak. You're like a little nervous that she won't be able to climb. 
but then you realize that your leg isn't designed to stay out. So it immediately starts ratcheting back up, and she's suddenly pulled right off her feet and into the mech, and she kind of, like, lands a little roughly next to you. She doesn't seem to be, like, it's not, like, damage. She didn't, stuff like that, but it wasn't a pleasant experience for her. What is this? Yeah, this is a big-ass battle mob, and I'm in this fucking mech. Strap in, okay? Or, like, I don't know. Can you squeeze in (laughs) over there? Can you just sit there? There isn't really a seat, but she can kind of squeeze in between some equipment to kind of oh God. brace herself. Nyx is very emphatically not mentioning the body. She has stuffed, like, <laughs> above and yeah. behind the seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, just hang out. You know, hopefully you stick around for a little bit. Uh, but uh, I gotta go. We, we're, we're fighting We're fighting the big bad mom. We're, uh, we're about to wrap this shit up. And then where is Buddy Cap in relation to Nyx? Uh, so now that you've gone a short distance, he is now a short distance away from you. So, Nyx would like to use again and again. You can take an additional action in a round in which you have already acted. Ooh. Tier six, let's go. And she would like to use jump attack on his ass. Oh, full on mecha leaping in the air coming down. That is correct. I love it. Okay, so... First thing is to do the jump. That is a 12, and you have more stuff. Want to light edge from the mech. So that makes it a three. Seven again. Okay, you are up in the air. You guys see Nyx, where she kind of, like, leaned down so that she could kick out her legs so her mom could climb up. You now see her, like, just immediately jump, and she is, like flying up in the air towards Buddy Cop. It looks like in Thor Ragnarok when the Hulk is, like, leaping towards Suter in Asgard. Hell yeah. Now, your attack. Buddy Cop's target is normally 30, but he's also huge. So, that brings him down to a 24 to hit. Because he's enormous. Hard to miss. As you, yeah. Mm. Typically, normally they are. 24 to hit, 3 by edge off the top there. Or effort, you know what I'm saying. So we're at a 15. And Nyx is specialized in unarmed. Let's remember this. So mm-hmm. that yep. makes it a nine. We remember. And Nyx will spend one additional level of my effort to make it a six. I still have three levels of my effort left that I can spend. Throwing all the damage. I know. But that's also cool shit. So I guess I'll let it stand pat. No, I won't. Two additional levels of my effort for damage. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Let's fucking go. So that means on top of whatever you do on your base attack, you're up to plus eight if you hit and knocking prone. Yes. Okay. And Nyx's base damage is 10 now. Yep. 11. Okay. Tell me how you slam into Buddy Cop knocking him from. I'm going to go ahead and say that, like, the mech jumps, right? Mm-hmm. But Buddy Cop is pretty fucking tall. So as she gets to, like, the, the high point of her jump, she puts, like, a mech arm hand down on Buddy Cop's shoulder and, like, pushes herself up higher. Ooh. And then comes just, like, straight down on his shoulders with both mech feet. And he falls, like, more backwards. And then she ends standing with a foot on either side of his horrific head. Nice. And then she teabags him. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's where that eight damage comes in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's all to his pride. (laughs) So yeah, 18 damages and he's prone, baby. 
Yeah, and he falls down and he crushes some of his soldiers that were running and provide reinforcements. Hell yeah. Okay. Next up, the Queen's army is attempting an assault against Buddy Cop's army. They do some damage to Buddy Cop's army. Buddy Cop's army, the, the flank that's dealing with the Queen's army, will do some damage back to the Queen's army. And the force that is currently attacking Bodrov does some damage to Bodrov as well. They basically are like hurling rocks over the walls and slamming into things. That's what happens there. Now, it is Dilly's turn. So Dilly's going to spend his turn getting the shit off his face. Okay. Yep. Wipe it off. (laughs) So now you can see again. Mm -hmm. And that brings us to Cha-Cha. Nix is standing over a prone buddy cop. Mm -hmm. There are the Yeaters. You are a long distance away from buddy Mm -hmm. cop. A, I would say, probably within... Like, if you got to short... With short distance, you could probably reach at least three of the Yeaters, but not the two that have the projectile weapons. Well, we're going to go attack one of the closer Yeaters. Okay. So it will take you a short distance. So since you don't have fleet of foot, it'll take your turn to get up close to them. That's fine. Okay. Cool. Next up is Buddy Cop. Nix, Buddy Cop looks at you with his glowing red eyes. Nix revs so that, like, a puff of exhaust comes out of her (laughs) tailpipe into his face. (laughs) Just fart on him. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, somebody's got to. I'm going to say that even though it really shouldn't affect this because he's prone, I'm going to say that you put him off his game a little nice. bit. So you'll have an acid would. on this. So it started off as a 30. Now it is a 27 intellect defense. Oh my god, what? Bully him some more. <laughs> Maybe it'll lower it. Bully him again. We're encouraging it, listeners. As he attempts to mesmerize you <gasps> with his intense gaze. Is he sexy? But she would have to be able to see his face, and she can't because it's under her ass. Oh, what now? <laughs> What now? He doesn't stand up. He just sort of shimmies up a little bit. Damn it. <laughs> 27. Mesmerize his ass. Just think real hard. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. I know how I feel when Dan asks me to make a mic roll. Yeah. So I'll spend three levels of intellect to make it possible. <sighs> 18. Do you think my dice can sense that I don't feel good about this? Yes. Should I sing to it? All right. Yes. Some positive thoughts. Don't let me down. <laughs> 17. Oh, oh, so close. Fuck. You could spend an XP to re-roll if you want, or you could just take it. Now is the time to re-roll. Yeah, but it's such a light chance of... It is a pretty hard number to hit. I'll spend an XP. All right. Thank you. <laughs> 14. Oh. oh, wow. What a moment. Okay, so... You are going to have suffered two points of intellect damage. <gasps> Ow. But you are also confused and disoriented. Oh, no. Until you regain those two intellect points back, your difficulty of your actions is increased by two steps. Ooh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Also, you are now also susceptible to his suggestions. Oh no. As long as they're not something totally in conflict of what would happen. But he can't do that this turn. He spent this turn mesmerizing you. Oh. This is a lot of oh no's. What do we see when he mesmerizes next? So you see him like sort of shimmy and 
sinuously move his head <laughs> from gaze. Nyx while his eyes glow and like you can see uh-huh. Nyx's figure like just seems to be oddly still. Is this like that moment in the Dracula movie? Yeah. Cast dominant person on our barbarian. You know, every time you tear up, a glaive has a opportunity to take like an elect defense. But why though? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's never gonna be important. Why would I use it? Yeah, pretty much. So next up are the Yeeters. So two of them with the projectile weapons are going to fire at Dilly and Chacha. So that is a 24 speed defense for Dilly and Chacha. Why? Oh my god. Why are you doing this to me? Um, this is so mean. And so soon after my birthday. I'm going to use both three levels. A 19. Cool. Really fuck me up, dude. All right. I guess I'll use two levels of speed. An 18. 15. I'm going to reroll that. Okay. Nope. 10. Damn. Okay. What would you like for your minor effect, Alex? Wait, I thought we gave Dilly like a... Oh, yeah, Dilly, you have a yeah. level speed defense yeah. because of your oh mech boots. Yeah. So you would have hit it. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 15, so can I get that XP back then? Yeah, you can take the XP back. I mean, Nyx could use some intellect help. Yeah, let's give Nyx an intellect defense edge. Awesome. Sweet. I, take, I do the thing. Dilly dodges. Okay. Although I guess Dilly trips because he forgot that he could do that, so that's how he dodges. <laughs> yeah, it's very clumsy. You definitely look like that person who was, like, walking down the sidewalk and then tripped over nothing for a moment. (laughs) (laughs) And tries to recover. Yeah. (laughs) Once again, back to Chacha's minor effect, though. Um, I'd like to do... I think Nick's watching us do this fight realizes Mm -hmm. that... I don't know. There's a way to, like, beat the system. Buddy Cop isn't as sexy as she thought he was. (laughs) Ha 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 ha! And it gives her a little bit of intellect defense. I think it'll give her a little bit of intellect defense for the next thing that he attempts to do intellect-wise. I don't think you can remove her mesmeration with the minor effect. No, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Then there are the other three eaters. One of the eaters is going to pick up a, another human figure and throw it at Dilly. Uh, so that's a 24. With my boots, I can only lower it to a 21. Uh, so I can only lower it to a 21, so I guess I just take it. Okay, so another body slams, and this one is one of the Queen's guards, slams into your glass screen. God damn it. And is just mush. Uh. The other two are going to come up and attempt to assault Chacha. Oh no. And they'll use melee attacks for this. So they are going to attempt to... Actually, they're not going to try to damage Chacha. They are going to just try to restrain her. So make two speed defense, or you could argue might defense, rolls of 24. You said might? Could be might or speed. (sighs) I'm going to use some of the might we have, because we have a three plus edge in might. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to use, let's use three levels of effort. So that's down to 12. I got a 14. Okay, cool. So that's the first one. So you manage to avoid, like, they come at you trying to grab you and just kind of, like, push them away. Mm. Like, no. No. And then next one is, so you've got that three level of might effort, so 24 down to 21 before whatever else you do. I'm going to do another three levels. 
Okay. And I got a 17. Nice. Okay, so again, you push them away. Um, so it looks like these two eaters come up to grab Cha-Cha, and she just like... No. Just kind of like, they're coming up, and it's like she pushes her hand on her head so they can't reach the rest of her body. <laughs> and they're just like swinging their arms at her. Mm-hmm. Then next up is Nyx. All right, Nyx will take an action call to restore Alex. Oh, good idea. Hell yeah. All right. And then we'll use again and again, again. Yeah. So you're no longer disoriented. Okay. Nice. And she's going to go for them eyeballs. Okay. So he is hindered by two steps because he's huge. He's also hindered because he's prone. So it's a 21 to hit. Okay. But she literally wants to poke out his eyeballs. Just If you're trying to be that specific, I think it's going to be a 24 to hit. Okay. Three levels of my effort makes it less than 24. 15. She's specializing on armed, so nine. And then two additional levels of my effort for damage purposes. Or effectiveness purposes, Daniel, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. 19. Okay. Extra damage or minor effect? Can you tell me what happens first? That depends on what you get for damage. I just want the eye poking to be successful. The eye poking will be successful because that was factored into the difficulty. Okay. Then damage, yeah. Okay. So that's plus three to your base damage of ten? Yeah. Okay. And then I did two my efforts for damage. Okay, so then that's another six. Okay. Doesn't like that. He bellows. And the force of his bellow, you can feel that vibration all the way in your teeth when he bellows out from under you. Nice. And I want to say it's very, like... Three Stooges style. She just, like, bends over and just goes, right in his eyes. <laughs> right, right. Okay. And cool. I hope there's lasting damage. There's definitely damage. Like, they definitely seem wounded. However, you do notice that he has been, like, slowly recovering each time from the initial damage he took. Oh, that bastard. Yeah, he, nor- he wasn't able to do that before Cha-Cha mutated him at the door. Yeah. So Nyx gets on the horn. She says, breaker, breaker, what nine? No. <laughs> What's broken? Buddy cap regenerates, guys. So, like, this might need to be a team effort. Uh, working on it. Keep throwing water balloons at me. Also, does Nix's bomb get a turn? Yeah, what would you like her to do? How far away are the walls? To the city? Yeah. A long fucking way. It's like, it's a very long distance. She would have to run her way through the armies to get there. She, well, Nix was thinking of handing her the transposer cube. Oh. She could transpose with something a long distance away that's the same size. Is there anywhere that seems relatively safe? Maybe. I mean, wherever anyone that she's going to be transposing with is going to be some sort of soldier on this field. It's true. Okay. Actually, you know what? I will offer you an XP if you want to have somebody right nearby that like that you can spot within long distance. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But with the caveat that Nix's mom will be relatively, or safer, be able to make her way to safety. Absolutely. So you spot somebody running, you hand her the transposer and say, that person, just press the button. Who will you off the other XP to? How are our XP stores? I got four. All right, uh, Alex, because she ain't got none. Ain't got no XP. Yeah, Alex, holding up the zero does not help in an audio Listen, (laughs) listeners, you just have to know what I mean. I said it out loud for Alex. She's like, are you sure? Yeah, you might not be safer in here, Mom. Like, don't freak out, but, like, 
This could be a hard fight, you know what I mean? I cannot guarantee your safety with me fighting. You see what we're fighting? Isn't that freaky? Yeah, and then she looks up behind you and sees Carlisle's head drooping. Oh, no. With blood coming out of his clearly dead body. And she's like, um, okay. Oh, no. And she turns and she clicks the transposer at the figure that you see, you know, running through an open part of the field, like as if they're trying to head back to Bodrov from the battle. And she swaps places with her. If it's Amaranth Stone, I'm going to love it. It's Amaranth Stone. I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. (laughs) (laughs) Amaranth Stone appears in confusion inside your mech. Yo, what up, Jima? I found you. (laughs) (laughs) But before that, actually, it is Jima's turn. Oh, no. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) So she takes a moment to catch herself. She sees you and... Here's your greeting. Dix, I've been looking for you. Here I am. And she holds up a knife. But Yo, yo, before you do that, I want you just to take stock of the situation. We are fighting a buddy cop who you have experience with. I'm being a big fucking hero right now, Jima. Like, you want to be a big fucking hero too? And then we can sort this out after. Like, I'm going to be around. Hmm. Give me a social role of... 21. Okay. Nix was confident, which lasts for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And social, she's specialized. So that makes it a 12. Mm-hmm. We, we ain't touching that intellect pool. Here's hoping. 13. Okay. She looks at you and she says, All right, this thing's forces have been hurting our nation's army. I should have known that things you and your friends do would make things worse. Yeah. But we can settle after... This thing is defeated. All right. Next up are the arms. Was that her action, though? She would have done something different had you not... Got it. Okay, yeah, yeah. You would have been inside combat in the mech almost immediately. Yeah. (laughs) I am imagining this entire thing playing out like massive anime fight scene, right? Yep. Yeah, it's essentially that. Like, intense battle with, like, really long emotive conversations that really shouldn't happen in this kind of battle but they're happening anyway mm-hmm. and just imagining the cuts back and forth between the exterior of the mech and then the interior where yeah in Nix's case she's got a dead body had her mom now has her friend slash I mean personal assassin not her assassin that she can send out but that wants to kill her personally this is cool yeah, you've replaced the usual, like, teenage sexual ennui inside a mech into with this other bizarre family drama. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the armies have done their bits. Bodrov takes another beating. Next up is the Dilster. <laughs> the Dilster. So Dilly, seeing that his mech is running on fumes, is going to try something a little audacious. He is going to run straight at Buddy Cop and try to grapple him, basically. Okay, so you can get half of the way there because he's a long distance away from you. Oh, he is? Damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, wait, you've got your speed boots on, so you could... That effectively works like fleet of foot, so you could spend a level of speed effort to go past and get a long distance and then do something. Okay. That something is uh, hindered. Yeah, whatever you do is hindered if you do it that way. Okay. I don't have speed effort to spend, so instead what Dilly is going to do while running at Buddy Cop, he is going to pull the illusory storm in and start making like a kind of, I imagine like a very much like a twister around Buddy Cop 
I would also like to remind you guys that your mechs have stone cutting lasers. Yeah, I had just remembered oh. that. We do. Yeah. Yeah. They're he- are they? What are they? Are they heavy or because they're? They are heavy and armor piercing. Oh fuck, son! Holy shit! They're heavy weapons, but when you're using them in the mech, you're not hindered by having those. Okay. Dilly's still running toward Buddy Cop, bringing the storm in. And, yeah, Dilly's going to make, like, a cyclone around Buddy Cop using the storm and is trying to, like, give Nyx some cover. So he's trying to, like, place Nyx within the actual, like, storm while Buddy Cop is in the eye. I believe Nyx is still standing directly over Buddy Cop, not to be difficult. Just FYI. All right, then Buddy Cop's head is in the thing as well. Okay. But I'm trying to give Nyx cover more than blind buddy cop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Could you do the the, the headball thing instead? Could. That's less cool, though. I mean, he's gonna be able to do the same effect, essentially. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Cool. This is just more cinematic. Yeah. Showing how badass his illusions are. Now. They are so badass. It's a grandiose illusion. Like Sprite from the Eternals. Yeah. Okay, cool. Next up is Cha-Cha. Yeah. You've got the two yeeters that tried to grab you. There's another yeeter that's within immediate distance that was one that had thrown a figure at Dilly and missed. Dilly is now, like, up next to you. There are two other Yeeters another short distance away that have the projectile weapons that had been firing, and a short distance away is Nyx standing over Buddy Cop, and Buddy Cop has an illusory tornado around his head. I mean, so what you're saying is I can use the stone cutting lasers on people. Yeah. I'm gonna do it to one of the Yeeters. Okay. I assume probably one of the ones that are short distance away, so you don't have any hindrance for them being close, right? Yeah. Okay. So they are large, so that makes them a 21 to hit. I'm going to use a... Is it might? This would be speed, since it's a ranged weapon. Okay. Um, I'm going to use two levels of effort. Okay. So that makes it 15. I got an 18. Yeah. Okay, cool. So that is plus two damage. Hell yeah! I wonder if they explode. And it's all armor-piercing, so it ignores their armor. This is a good idea. So that is eight damage total. Holy shit. He's not happy. No, that eater is not happy. And then they look at your mech as they get hurt. They bellow. And then there's a moment where its face goes slack for a second. And then you hear a following bellow. This one not in pain, but in excitement. Oh. The key. Oh. <laughs> it's her. I thought this was going to be a different kind of excitement. Now it is Buddy Cop's turn. Buddy Cop is in a rough position, guys. I mean, <laughs> you know, he's he's just trying to do his job, you know, and these people keep causing problems for him. So he is currently prone. So he's definitely going to attempt to attack next. Yeah, catch. He's got this illusion over his head, making things difficult. I'm going to say since it's also affecting his... Because I assume it has sound. Yeah. And also, Dilly's trying to dazzle because he's not entirely sure if Buddy Cop can see through the illusion. Right, right, right. So he's on the ground. That's going to be two levels of hindrance. 27, 21. Just got farted on. Well, that doesn't affect anything. It affects our experience. It's, you know, it's a nice touch. He got pink eye. Yeah. Roll for pink eye. Next, please make two... 21 speed defense rolls. Rude. No, uh, you said, I'm sorry, 21? Mm-hmm. So her shit drops that to 12, three level speed effort, 9, 11 for one. Okay. 20 for the other. Ooh. 
bow, bow, bow. That was a nice air horn, I think. Okay. So you're going to dodge both of them. What would you propose as a major effect as he swings his arms at you, claws raking? Hmm. I think I would like his claws. So, like, these are metal builders, right? That are of an age. So cool. But I want to stay on the arm that attacked for the Nat 20. He gets, like, his claws caught in, like, a steam. Ooh. And they break off. Yeah, I like that. We can do some damage to him that way. Yeah. So that's his turn. Next up are the Yeaters. The two with ranged weapons are going to point directly at Cha-Cha's mech. So, Cha-Cha, that will be two speed defenses of 24. I feel like this is so rude. <laughs> so rude. I mean, it's cypher combat. It's all about attrition. Two levels of effort. It's two levels of effort. That's an 18. Thank you. I was just like, is that enough? Do I want to risk it for the biscuit? I mean, these weapons in the past have only done, like, two damage after your armor. Oh, well, then fuck it, yeah. I'll, I'll risk it. 17. <laughs> okay, and then do another one. Uh, we're, we'll use two levels again. Oh, this one's a 19. I'm going to switch dice. Why? Dice are hot. Full 19. I feel like I've run out of luck, you know. <laughs> so, you'll take two damage from one. And then the other one misses. What would you propose as a minor effect? I guess Tata should get like a speed um, asset edge thing. Okay. Because you're getting used to dodging these. Like she's learning their moves. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. The three eaters that are in melee range, two of them are going to try to grab Chacha, and one of them is going to attempt to just grab Dilly. So Dilly's running. Oh, right. Yeah. Dilly's running. I think technically they could still try. Yeah, that's fine. But you'll have an advantage. like Because you can use either might defense or speed defense for this. So speed defense, the speed will help. Might defense, you have the edge for your mech. Right, it just depends what you want to use. So it's a 24 to start. 24, I'm going to use might. Mm-hmm. So 21. Uh, uh, all right, two more might efforts upon that. So that's a 15, correct? Mm-hmm. Please. All right, that's four. I'm going to re-roll that. Natural 20. Oh, nice. Okay, so you definitely dodge his grab. What would you propose as a major effect? Major effect? Oh, this is might-based. How about Dilly sees it coming, kind of fakes him out, and then this is one of the eaters, right? Mm-hmm. Can Dilly, like, quickly turn, grab this eater by the leg, and then whip it at, like, one of the other eaters that's attacking uh, Cha-Cha right now? Yes, you can. So you'll hit that one. That one will definitely not be able to grab a Cha-Cha, so Cha-Cha just needs to make a defense roll of 24. Wait, again? What? Yeah, because they're the two that shot you. This one's trying to grab you. This is super bogus. <laughs> you need to stop this. So here's the question, and I'm not sure if you can answer. Can I still shoot them if they grapple me? You'll be hindered in trying to shoot them, but you could. Where do the lasers come out of the bot- of the robots? Are they in the hands? Out of your shoulders. Oh. oh. I feel like Chacha should be able to give this guy a hug and laser him to death. <gasps> I know. Oh. I guess I'll use three levels of effort. Okay. Might or speed? Might. Okay. Ooh, nat 20. Fuck yeah. That's why we switched dice. So you uh, dodge his grab. That- what would you like for a major effect? I would like him to be hindered in his next turn's actions. Because, like, he trips. Like, he just biffs, buffs it. It's just like, boof. Is that major? 
and he breaks his ankle. I'll tell you what you could do is you could say instead of him being hindered, you have a, a chance to do a shot. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it was a natural 20, you were coming off of something where you're like, you almost like tripped him into going into mm-hmm. the position that he's in. Mm-hmm. So you'll have an asset. So it is a, so they're big, so it's already a 21, so now it's an 18 to start to hit him with your laser. And I'm going to use levels of effort. Okay. That's a 12? Yep. I got a 12. Okay. Um, so you hit him for six damage. He does not like that. No, he does not. Okay, so that's the eaters. Amaranth is moving around in the mech. No, actually, before Amaranth, it's Nyx. Yeah, so do both lasers fire at the same time? We haven't been doing that, but in theory you could. It would probably, if you wanted to do train two lasers on the same target to fire at the same time, it would probably hinder you by a step. But it would be like firing with two weapons? Yeah. Yeah. So, Buddy Cap shimmied up, right? So now Nyx is, like, somewhere over his torso. Yeah. And I think what she wants to do is, looking at the picture, there's, like, that glowy spot in the middle of his chest. That looks like a weak point to me mm-hmm. in a video game. Mm-hmm. So she's going to train it. On, I'm not sure if that's true about Daniel. This is what it looks like. And so she's going to train it, train them on that and fire. Okay. So she is hindered by three steps because he's still prone, he still has the tornado on his head, and he's big. So it's a hindrance of five steps. So that is a 15 to hit. Okay, Nyx is specialized in heavy range, so that's a nine. Yep. Three level of speed effort. Mm-hmm. So that's six. And you'd be doing 12 armor-piercing damage if you hit. With each one? No, total. 19. Extra damage or minor effect. Extra damage, please. And then Nyx will use again and again to do it again. Nice. Ooh. Okay. Do you just get to keep doing that? As long as I have speed points to spend. That's why I'm not spending speed effort really beyond my edge. Very fair. Mm-hmm. And the, I mean, the mech pool helps, but you gotta, gotta stay wise. Mm-hmm. So again, he's at a 15 before you start applying stuff. Heavy range makes it a 9. Mm-hmm. 16. Okay. So Nick just blasts off 24 points of damage. And as she's doing it, she's talking to Amaranth. So yeah, so like, these are the lasers. That button is Pound Town. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> like, if you want to do something helpful, up to you, though. And then she's like, <laughs> into his chest. Yeah. Amaranth says, that's very interesting. And she looks over and she looks at Carlisle. And she says, oh, I was wondering where he was. Oh yeah, that's my snack. I see. And you hear her footsteps going farther back in the mech. Nyx is disconcerted. <laughs> and uh, that's her turn. Whose turn is it? Still Nyx's turn? That was Amaranth's turn, so okay. the armies do their thing. I'm using the community actions rules for combat between the armies. Oh. How's that going? Okay. I mean, it's a little tedious, but it's easier than trying to represent a whole bunch of other, like, soldiers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dilly. Hello. You see something happening on the field. Oh, no. A familiar metal figure. Oh, no. Running into the combat zone. It's Aster with your little spider bot on top of him. And he's got the dolls under one arm. (laughs) But he is coming and he is wreathed in his shadowy flame. And you see him leap onto one of the eaters. The one that tried to grab you. And his claws slam down on it, hard, oh. tearing into its armor. And then it's Dilly's turn. 
Oh, Aster seems to have that under control. Dilly is going to run the rest of the way to Buddy Cop. Mm-hmm. With the pseudo fleet of foot, do I still have an action? Yep. All right, I would like... Is he still prone? Is he still on the ground? He's still prone. Awesome. Because he hasn't wanted to waste much time getting up. Yeah, gotcha. Then Dilly is... I imagine Dilly at some point saw Nyx do like some sort of like grappling. I feel like that's... Dilly has at least seen it happen. I don't know if it's mm. Nyx's main thing, but Dilly is going to try to basically lock Buddy Cop down to the ground, so arms around the waist, legs locked around his equivalent anatomy. Okay. Because he's hindered by all these steps, it's going to be a 15. This will be might. 15. All right. That's 12. My might edge. With the, with the robot's might edge. Mm-hmm. And you're really only going to be able to partially restrain him because, you know, he's huge. So you're like, yeah, you kind of have to pick the limb that you're going to be working on. Oh. Because you're only like half his size. Okay. So big. Yeah, I'm just going to roll the 12. Dilly's specifically going to go for the waist. Mm-hmm. And just to explain what Dilly's doing, Dilly is running on fumes with the mech right now, so Dilly is going to, like, try to basically lock the uh, mech on top of Buddy Cop and then leave. Fair. Oh. Yeah, okay. Cool. So, since an 11, I'm going to re-roll that. Okay. Do you want to re-roll or use your probability engine? I'm going to use the probability engine now, because I just rolled an 8. Okay. Probability engine is a 17. Is that enough? Is that what I needed? Yes. Yes. I do it. Okay. Roll the pollution on your probability engine. 64. Nice. Okay. Got a new probability engine set. You have help restrained by the cop. He will need to free himself from the restraint before he can move freely. Cha-cha. Yes? It's your turn. I guess we laser can. Got the yeeter in front of you that you just blasted hard, and then you've got the other yeeters with, you know, their weapons, the yeeter that Astra just attacked... We're going to blast the same one that I blasted. Okay. So this will be a normal attack on him, so it'll be a 21. Okay, and we'll use two levels. Okay. I got a 15. Is that good? A 15 would hit. Okay. So he takes six damage. It's not like that. And now we're back at the top, and Buddy Cop, sensing that things are not going his way, is going to play the biggest thing in his hand. Oh, God. Chachi, you feel this pulse in your wrist. Oh, no. The strange sensation, and even though you can't see Buddy Cop's face, he's obscured by this tornado where he is being currently restrained by Dilly's neck essentially just sitting on him, and Nick's standing over him. There's this tornado, but you still hear that voice in your head, that deep, resonant voice, and you feel the weight on your left wrist as Buddy Cop says, Cha-cha! I'm calling your debt due. Fuck. And that's where we'll end this episode. Fuck. Fuck. Stay something about this episode. I love the whole thing. Just like Mm -hmm. absolute (laughs) wild and crazy battle. I cannot wait to hear the special effects that I'm sure you're going to put in. They're going to be banana fosters bonkers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, by the way, I really did enjoy Nix's leg hooking on the edge of the quarantine zone effect, Daniel, in that episode. Mm-hmm. It was nice. Oh, glad you liked yeah. it. Yeah. So I'm just like, it's so cool when you play these games because like you just see it in your head and it's just sick as fucking fuck. And all everything is happening, right? Like, this is amazing. Like, here's Amaranth. <laughs> here's Nix's mom. Body stuffed in the back, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
all of that stuff. Dilly and Chacha just like dodging bodies getting thrown at them, right? Like this is a dark anime, obviously. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's just so fucking epic and so fucking cool. And I feel like these are like, these are those culminating moments. And Daniel, you're doing a wonderful job. I'm having so much fucking fun. My character feels badass, which is amazing, right? And yet this is still a hard fight. So mm-hmm. well done, sir. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. This is fun. I think I told you guys in advance. At one point, we had talked and Stace, you expressed concern about, are we going to be able to resolve the mom stuff? And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. It's all going to come together at once. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sick. Okay, cool. Well, we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions, and that's where we offer you, the listener in XP, to check out something that we think you'd really dig. This week, it is my turn. And I will offer you an XP if you go and read the book, The Twisted Ones by T. Kingfisher. I've mentioned T. Kingfisher before. She also writes under the name Ursula Vernon. The Twisted Ones is a horror novel that sticks with you. It is inspired by both Welsh and Appalachian horror folklore. Oh, sick. Imagine Welsh horror stories of the Fae, but mix it with the haints of Appalachian folklore. Mm. Holy shit. (laughs) No one can have children in that. (laughs) Yeah, where this protagonist, basically she's a freelance editor, and when her grandmother, who was apparently just a very hateful woman, passes away, her dad asks if she'd be willing to go and clean out the house because her grandmother was a hoarder. So she agrees to do it because she has the time, so she goes out to this house in the middle of, it's in the North Carolina area, She goes and finds this house, and she starts trying to clean it out. Of course, there's no cell signal where she is, and she begins to see, like, strange figures moving in the shadows out there. Her dog starts getting really upset. She does make it very clear early on, because she believes, like, the dog does not die. So I will say that. That's that's your only spoiler thing. Dog doesn't die. That was my worry. I was going to say, I can't do this. Yeah. But in the midst of it, she finds her step-grandfather's journal where he was clearly like sort of dealing with senility, but he's also talking about how the grandmother hid his green book from him that had an important thing. He keeps trying to remember key things about how he laid down with the Twisted Ones and tried to make the faces they made and tried to make the shapes they made. She's reading the journal and trying to figure out this mystery while things get stranger and stranger in the house as she uncovers more things and discovers more unsettling things about the woods around. So it's really good. It's a really compelling read. I read it on my last business trip and followed up with another one of her books that I will probably also recommend later. I'm going to space it out a little bit. I'm not going to fall in the trap of recommending two books at once because I've done that sometimes and screwed myself for future intrusions. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not going to screw myself for a future intrusion, but The Twisted Ones by T. Kingfisher, really, really good, highly recommended. Just a great read and as is often with her horror books, a lot of them are in dialogue with other stories. So some of this comes out of a story that came out of Wales, as well as a dialogue with the letters that H.P. Lovecraft wrote about his thoughts about that story. Mm-hmm. But it's all sort of indirect. You don't really necessarily know all that until the author's note at the end. But it's really, really good. Highly recommend it. T. Kingfisher, The Twisted Ones, great book, and in general, just an amazing author. If people wanted to tell us what they think about The Twisted Ones or the podcast, how would they do that, Samson? 
All right. First step, go to our website, explorerswanted.fm. On there, you see our socials, and that's step two. You go to any of them. On Twitter, we are at Explorers Wanted. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at Explorers Wanted Podcast. On Mastodon, we are at Explorers Wanted, at Dice.Camp. But our Discord has a dedicated channel to talk about books. So go talk about the twisted ones there. You can find it at explorerswanted.fm slash Discord. Also, if it is within your means and you're feeling generous, Patreon.com slash Explorers Wanted is a great place to support us. Or you could use our Dice affiliate code with Die Hard Dice and get 10% off your order when you use Explorers Wanted. And if you can't financially support us, we totally understand. Best thing you can do is tell your friends, tell them why you listen to the show, what you enjoy about it, why they would enjoy it. Podcasts really grow via word of mouth. Second best thing is to leave us a five-star review on a podcast directory like Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. Those also hugely help when people are looking through directories, trying to figure out what podcast they want to listen to. The actual play podcast space is really, really flooded with shows. There's a lot of great content out there, but you know it makes it harder for people to figure out where they want to start. So if you could do that, that would be awesome. If you didn't like the podcast or if you just thought it was meh, well, the future stretches before you. In your mind's eye, you can see an expanse of green and brown dotted with gray headstones. The chilly October breeze rustles the fallen leaves on the ground. The sky is clear and it's hard to look up because the sun shines so brightly from its place within the blue. The perspective shifts closer to a headstone, and as the aperture of your vision adjusts, you read what is engraved there. There, as you've seen it millions of times, are the letters that make up your full name, followed by the year of your birth, a dash, and then another number that seems far too small to your eyes. You scan below to the epitaph, hoping for some glimpse of your future, and find it marred, chipped away. Below that, Clearly carved by a less precise hand, reads a late edition. Hated fun. And as you recognize this vandalism for what it is, you hear a familiar voice humming and the sound of two hands striking each other, as if to brush stone dust off their palms. This is followed by leaves crunching underfoot as the figure moves away, until the humming transitions into song. I did it my way! (laughs) If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Mastodon as Daniel at Anderlik, A-N-D-R-L-I-K dot org. You can find me on our Discord. I'm like a ghost. Catch me if you can. But I'm Stace Windu. I'm on Twitter as at Potato and Mastodon at Potato at Dice.Camp. I'm still on Twitter. I don't know why. It's They got rid of the possum account. I can't. I don't know why I'm here anymore. I'm real to unicorn there for now, I guess. And tea with unicorn on Twitch. Fucking possums. All right, that's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you're listening to this. And bye. bye. bye.